Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kowan Saluja. On this episode, we will first start reading from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. The topic is connection. As adult children, we have lived a life of isolation for too long. Recovery is about connection. Big Red Book. We often hear in meetings that the program works when you work it, and we do work hard at it, but sometimes we find ourselves suddenly, it seems, relapsing. We're worried about saying the wrong thing, not feeling connected with those around us, feeling overwhelmed, procrastinating, and wasting time on our escapes instead of doing something good for ourselves. When we realize what's going on, we may ask ourselves, how can I pull myself out of this? A lot of times this can almost be like a daily uh, struggle. And uh, uh, sometimes that works when you work it. I think uh, for adult children can be shaming because a lot of us work really hard at things. Um, maybe, um, you know, and speaking for my case, maybe not the right things uh, as, as this uh, first paragraph talks about with escape. So going back to the reading, but that question misses the point of how the program works. The better question is, who can I reach out to? We remind ourselves that we are no longer alone. Being compulsively self-reliant keeps us stuck in a place we no longer want to be. One of the greatest spiritual, you know, I, I've heard this, pro, uh, we're not human beings having a spiritual experience, we're sp or we're human beings, we are human beings having a spiritual experience. Never mind. Going back to this, I think what happens is at a certain point in time, I might have thought I should be compulsively self-reliant, but there's just tons of people. You know, this is a an unprecedented time and there is the concept of the Zoom meetings. There are always people um, to connect to now. Uh, maybe it didn't feel that way in childhood. Uh, maybe being a little bit overly dependent on, you know, I think what people would describe as qualifiers, uh, but that's no longer the case. However, the compulsive self-reliance may still be that case. And that also for me is about talking to fellow travelers, action partners, uh, friends, uh, you know, really having a good support team. And really, as you know, as I say it, learning a new, but, you know, I think, and I like, like, look, I'm not in a positive thinking, but, you know, if I can reframe it from an exciting life rather than a, a full of adventure and, you know, what could I be? You know, could I, could I be gas, an interior decorator, which I barely even know what that person does. So, that that is the way that is the start really back to the reading in understanding that we have options we learned that the simple act of picking up the phone or going to a meeting can make all the difference it did today it just takes a little trust what we ha what have we got to lose perhaps just our feelings of worthlessness self-pity shame and self-loathing that can seem to lurk just around the corner and how good it feels to work through these feelings one day at a time we find that the program works we now have enough evidence. On this day, I trust that the simple act of connecting with a fellow ACA is what the program is all about. It can keep me on a positive path with my higher power and my recovery. The next reading is learned helplessness, which is different than powerlessness. I know powerlessness is how someone else can act and learn helplessness. I, I think I think about the book of Carol Dweck and Mindset, um, among others. Uh, Martin Seligman, I think, has also done good work. But let's get to the reading. From the non-alcoholic parent, we learn helplessness. Worry, black and white thinking, being a victim, and self-hate. 
Many of us grew with one parent who was an abuser and one who was our caretaker. The first abandoned us in the midst of their addiction, whether it was alcohol, sexual acting out, workaholism, or something else that took them from us. The other parent seemed to hold things together, and we were grateful. But we were often drawn into their addictions, including their extreme points of view, worry, and playing the relationship victim. We had to participate in order to survive. As adults, we saw that some of our learned behaviors kept us from owning our own power. Many of us were still afraid of aggressive people. We worried constantly, seemingly about everything. We played the victim at work and in our relationships. We were naturals because our codependent caretaker parent modeled that behavior for us for years. When we finally realized how we hated ourselves for these behaviors, we knew it was time to get help. I pause because this is really hitting home. We learn in ACA that our self-destructive behaviors come from both parents. New feelings surface with our realizations, although we aren't always sure where they came from. It can be startling, but we honor those feelings and don't push them away. As we continue to make progress, we release our self-destructive patterns, recognizing their origins. They no longer have a place in our lives. On this day, I now choose my own role and how I respond to the world around me. This part is really incredible. You know, it's just like there is, you know, that black or white thinking can honestly be sometimes like, oh, I need to follow this parent or I need to follow another parent. And, you know, this reading and this is the primary reason I do this is to keep myself accountable to reading the literature that really matters. And in hopefully helping myself, I can help others. Um, there's just a lot of literature out there that just doesn't apply to adult children, or at least in my case, that that's why I gravitate towards the book and um, why I try to not pick up other books, which a lot of times just talk about theories and this learned helplessness, you know, modeling the codependent, the non-alcoholic parent, uh, the things about worry and uh, playing the relationship victim. And realizing that we had a healthy model and I continue to think about why act as if and, you know, possibly even acting classes is a way to shift uh, my perspective. And that is uh, the concluding of the two ACA readings, um, Strengthening My Recovery. Um, now we'll go to the language of letting go and two readings there from the great Melody Beatty. Balance. Seek balance. Balance emotions with reason. Combine detachment with doing our part. Balance giving with receiving. Alternate work with play. Business with personal activities. Balance tending to our spiritual needs with tending to our needs. Juggle responsibilities to others with responsibilities to ourselves. Balance caring about others with caring about ourselves. Whenever possible, let's be good to others, but be good to ourselves too. Some of us have to make up for lost time. Today, I will strive for balance. Another unbelievable gift to this program is I thought, you know, based on what was modeled for me, balance was never uh, a worthy accomplishment. And, you know, I bought into a, a lot of that crap about like, oh, you have to like work harder and you have to focus and you have to work 16 hours. And it might not even have been crap that was shoveled by healthy people you know, um, i.e. my grandmother. Um, and, you know, it's very, you know, I read a lot of profiles about successful and interesting people. And 
a lot of them do have balance, you know, uh, or they had balance or you pick and choose your points. You know, there might be a period where you work really hard, uh, but then there's that period where you reward yourself. I think Wall Street traders were mandated, you know, and I can't clarify this, but like nine weeks off, which to me sounds practical or where I would run a firm because that's a very mentally taxing business and you need to recover emotionally. And sometimes to forget that, you know, I'm an unhealthy person getting well and that balance is not optional, but mandatory. The next reading is also from Language of Letting Go and the topic is afterburn. How could I do it? How could I say it? Even though I meant it, I still feel ashamed, guilty, and afraid. This is a common reaction to new, exciting recovery behaviors. Anything to do with owning our power and taking care of ourselves can trigger feelings of shame, guilt, and fear. We do not have to allow these feelings to control us. They're a backlash. They're afterburn. Let them burn out. You know, I think speaking my truth feels like such a scary uh, proposition. And but ultimately, it will be healing. I think the longer I stay in the program, the, lo- the less I fear pain, because pain is illusory. And pain, uh, you know, that fear of pain underscores that I was in a, a, the type of pain that would get me to a program in the first place like this. Back to the reading. When we start confronting and attacking feelings and messages, we will experience some afterburn. The afterburn is what we are allowed to control us in all our life shame and guilt. Many of us grew up with shame-based messages that it wasn't okay to take care of ourselves, be honest, be direct, and own our power with people. Many of us grew up with the message that it wasn't okay to be who we were and resolve problems in relationships. Many of us grew up with the message that what we want and need isn't okay. Let it all burn off. We don't have to take after burn so seriously. We don't let the afterburn convince us that we are wrong and don't have a right to take care of ourselves and set boundaries. Do we really have the right to take care of ourselves? Do we really have the right to set boundaries? Do we really have the right to be direct and say what we need to say? You bet we do. Today, I will let any afterburn which sets in after I practice a new recovery behavior burn off. I will not take it so seriously. God help me let go of my shame and needless fears about what will happen to me if I really start caring for and loving myself. And that concludes the readings from Language of Letting Go and ACA Strengthening My Recovery. And I'm just so reminded of, to, you know, when I, when I do these readings, I just really feel like I'm in the solution and I'm also being guided. It's like almost like a readjustment of my GPS. So thank you everyone for joining. Until next time, this is Kowant Saluja reminding myself to feel my feelings, to pause, you know, and that relates to the, uh, what Melody Beatty said about balance, you know, just can't always, you know, toughness training for life. It's, it's, uh, it's recovery is very important. Live life like a tr- interval trainer, training person, not like a marathon person. Cause you burn out again, reminding myself to, I, but I digress, reminding myself to feel my feelings, to pause. Cause that's where God is and to love myself.